Welcome to Enhancing Your Kingdom Possibilities with Ty and Betsy Tice. Our podcast today is called The Coconut Oil Healing. Matthew 10, 1 through 8, Jesus called his 12 disciples to him and gave them authority to drive out impure spirits and to heal every disease and sickness. These are the names of the 12 apostles. First, Simon, who is called Peter, and his brother Andrew. James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John. Philip and Bartholomew. Thomas and Matthew, the tax collector. James, son of Altheus and Thaddeus, Simon the Zealot, and Judas Iscariot, who betrayed him. These twelve Jesus sent out with the following instruction. Do not go among the Gentiles or enter any town of the Samaritans. Go rather to the lost sheep of Israel. As you go, proclaim this message. The kingdom of heaven has come near. Heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse those who have leprosy, drive out demons. Freely you have received, freely give. In this passage, verse 1 reads as follows, And when he had called unto him his twelve disciples, he gave them power against unclean spirits and cast them out and to heal all manner of sickness and all manner of disease. Later in the passage, he even instructs them to heal leopards and to raise the dead. We had been observing miracles and healings under the ministry of another. Our faith had risen as a result of seeing and hearing words of faith. Ty was ready to participate. Some friends from Faith Temple were visiting the house. The gentleman said that he was having trouble smelling because of a cold. Ty anointed him with the only oil we had available for the purpose on that occasion. Of course, he prayed the prayer of faith as well. Suddenly, our friends said that something smelled like coconuts. It was the oil that had been used along with the prayer. We all rejoiced that God had honored our prayers. It wasn't exactly raising the dead, but it was a start. Baby steps. It was the last miracle or it wasn't the last miracle or healing we would see in our ministry. I want to step in here and share about the oil because so many people think, well, you have to have a certain type of oil. No, anything will do. It doesn't have to be virgin olive oil. It doesn't have to be unique. In fact, one of the places when we were on the evangelistic circuit, we ministered at a home church in Redwood Valley. And I ministered, and after we were done and we were all gathered, two of the people there got into an argument. You wouldn't believe what they were arguing over. Whose oil was more anointed? One had gotten his from a TV evangelist, and therefore it had to have a special anointing on it. 
The other one had received hers from Israel. And it was blessed by that little Jewish man, whoever that was, but we don't know. The argument, to put it very simply, was silly. Let me share with you how significant the oil is. When we were in our evangelistic uh, series, we joined an association uh, of fundamental ministers in churches. Ministers showed up and they were there at my mother-in-law's uh, trailer for a significant purpose. They were going to ordain myself and Betsy into the ministry. And mom said, uh, does anybody have some anointing oil for the, the service? And each one looked at the other one with a dumbfounded look. I guess each one thought somebody else would bring the anointing oil. And my mother-in-law shook her head and she says, that's okay, I've got this. And she goes to the refrigerator and she looks in her refrigerator. Oil, oil, there it is. She pulls out, sticks her finger into the margarine, comes over and anoints my head with butter. That was the first ordination service that I had received. Later, when I was ordained by several other organizations, they used real oil. But the whole point of this is, it doesn't matter. It is a symbol of the Holy Spirit and operation. And that's really all we desire. And that's to have his anointing on our life. And as far as the oil or whatever it is, it's just like communion. You don't need to be having wine and um, uh, unleavened bread. In fact, when Betsy and I take communion with our pastor and his wife, uh, we have a little cracker that we break in half and we have some uh, crystal clear grape drink. And that's what we use because it is a symbol of what God is doing. It is not the element itself that is significant. Betsy. Here are three verses to ponder. Matthew 4, 18 through 20. As Jesus was walking beside the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon called Peter and his brother Andrew. They were casting a net into the lake, for they were fishermen. Come follow me, Jesus said, and I will send you out to fish for people. At once they left their nets and followed him. Father, we thank you right now for honoring our faith as we walked out into ministry. You blessed us, and we are significantly grateful to this very day. Let us always respond in faith, which worketh by love, to the opportunities that you present all of us. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen.
sister, today, you may have obstacles in your way, but God is removing them. All you have to do is to step out in faith and say, Lord, I believe. Why? Because he's no respecter of person. Loved one, he loved you so much, he gave his only begotten son for your salvation, for your redemption, for your blessing. And today we say unto all who will receive, walk in faith, not in doubt, standing on the promises of God our Savior. Things are possible.